The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. A young man approached Jesus and said, Teacher, what good must I do to gain eternal life? He answered him, Why do you ask me about the good? There is only one who is good. If you wish to enter into life, keep the commandments. He asked him, Which ones? And Jesus replied, You shall not kill. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. Honor your father and your mother. And you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The young man said to him, All of these I have observed. What do I still lack? Jesus said to him, If you wish to be perfect, go, sell what you have, and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. When the young man heard this statement, he went away sad, for he had many possessions. The Gospel of the Lord. Sooner or later, we all try to motivate people to do something that they don't want to do. And it is always a delicate dance trying to motivate other people. This morning in Fort Smith, many parents are begging their children to get out of bed because they have to go to school and they cannot sleep in like they have all summer. They're motivating them. Coaches will push players to practice harder and tap all their potential. Public, private, and church leaders are urging people to get vaccinated, but the anti-vaxxers are adamantly against it. We are trying to motivate people to do something they don't want to do. I felt many motivations to become a priest. But do you know what was one of the strongest motivations? It was something my older brother said. When I first shared with my family I was going into the seminary, my brother said very sarcastically, Oh, John, after a year in college, you'll change your mind. I decided right then and there I would stick it out in the seminary no matter what, just to prove him wrong. Maybe I'm a priest today, just so I can prove my brother wrong. My brother may not have known it at the time, but he was using something called reverse psychology on me. Sometimes the best way to make someone do something is tell them they cannot do it. In the Gospel today, we see Jesus also trying to motivate a young man in whom he sees the potential for becoming a priest. And it is a very delicate dance. The young man is clearly searching for something. He's hungry for more. And so he asks, Teacher, what good must I do to attain eternal life? And like a master motivator, Jesus leads him incrementally to higher and higher levels of perfection. First, he asks, 
if he can keep the basic commandments. When he answers yes, then our Lord invites him to leave behind what he loves and follow him wholeheartedly and unreservedly. But he cannot because he is rich. Maybe Jesus should have used some reverse psychology and told a young man, ah, after a year in college, you'll change your mind. In a sense, the long history of the Bible is about God trying to get people to do what they really don't want to do. That is, trying to get them to heaven. My friends, nowhere does motivating others get more muddled than in marriage. Even when couples start dating, they are trying to motivate the other person to fall in love with them. I recently received a text from a high school student, a young man, who asked me, I'm still a young child and I do not know much on how to have a good couple relationship, which is why I'm pretty nervous. Do you have any advice? I was humbled that he thought a celibate priest could give good advice on dating. But I answered, be patient and look for a girl who is humble and kind. And I bet she will be looking for you too. Sometimes dating couples begin to see flaws in their partner, which they find very off-putting or maybe even offensive. You know, sometimes the girls think, oh, I will just love him so much, he will give up his bad habits to be with me. My love will heal all his problems. Indeed, that is why many women get married, to motivate men to overcome their flaws. If I had a dollar for every young girl who thought that, I would be richer than the young man in the gospel today. Folks, do you find yourself in the position of having to motivate your partner to do something he or she really does not want to do? Well, don't feel bad. That is exactly how God feels with us. Since before we were born and since the dawn of time, God has been trying to get us to do what we really don't want to do. Just like Jesus was trying to motivate that young man in the gospel today. But in the end, there is only one thing we need to do to help our spouse, and that is to seek heaven. The number one job of married couples is to help their spouse get to heaven. And the best way to do that is by being patient and humble and kind with them. And if that doesn't work, maybe use a little reverse psychology and tell them, you'll never make it to heaven. Praised be Jesus Christ.